Christopher, did you miss me? Like the deserts miss the rain, Tom. Oh, oh, what is that? That's missing by everything but the girl. You mean it's not horse with no name? No. <laughs> no, it is not. No, no it is not. It, it is everything but the girl. So as you know, it's been a very long time since we aired our last full episode. And in fact, it was on New Year's Day 2022. Really? That was the last episode. That was kind wow. of our, like our greatest hits one, right? What a couple of slackers. Uh, we are indeed. And my goal was to like restart this like in April. Hmm. And here we are. It is not April anymore. It is long <laughs> past. Um, but, you know, it is time now that we do something about that lapse, which means we are about to launch season eight of Famous Lost Yay! Lines. And it's going to be a good one. Among the artists we have coming up are... Keith Richards in a backstage interview from 1993. Oh, you have to admit, that was a sensational interview. It is. And you remember, I think you may have been at the show where this interview was recorded backstage. You weren't backstage, but I think you were at this show. Yeah, I think it was the first expensive Winos tour, but don't quote me. Okay. And I loved the show. I mean, he has this great group of musicians, Waddy Wachtel on guitar and Steve Jordan. And right. I mean, it's just... He's obviously just rocking with his pals, and he's as loose and easy as can possibly imagine. Yeah. And happier than a pig in a puddle. He really was. <laughs> yes. He really was. And also, Christopher, coming up from the Marilyn Dennis collection, uh, as I like to say, yes. we have a very in-depth chat with Sting, mm -hmm. including a moment that I found hilarious. Yes. And I know that you find cringeworthy, and that's when Sting talks about tantric <sighs> sex. <laughs> I may have to leave the room. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, we have an epic two-parter on the 1960s featuring great interview clips with the Beach Boys, mm -hmm. Herman's Hermits, Aretha Franklin, James Brown, the Mamas and the Papas, Simon and Garfunkel, Tommy James and the Shondells, Jerry and the Pacemakers, the Zombies, mm, and many more. That Zombies interview was so good, but so were all of them. The uh, Simon and Garfunkel is excellent. Yep. Um, Art getting a little bit precious. And he uses the word, this is just a warning, he uses the word woodst, right? Yeah. Woodst it be, have, woodst it have happened, right? That kind of thing. And uh, it, it will happen, yeah. yes. <laughs> <laughs> and the Beach Boys one is my chat with Mike Love. Right. And Mike is kind of a confounding figure in the history of music, but <laughs> this interview wasn't actually that bad. It actually was better than I remember it. And um, This he, is not a ringing endorsement. <laughs> it's better than I remember. Well, I remember him being really cranky, and when I listen oh. back, um, now I only have part of the interview. I th think maybe I threw the cranky parts out like decades ago, but it's it actually turned out fairly well, and he seems in relatively good spirits, which is not how I remember him on that day. Okay, there's a theme here, mm -hmm. and that is interviews where you thought it had gone all wrong, and the, the fullness of time revealed to you that maybe it was pretty interesting. Right. And also, expanding on that theme, sometimes those crusty people are the best subjects. Absolutely. So there's that to look forward to in the 60s edition. It is indeed epic. The podcast versions of these shows, because remember, it's going to be a two-parter, will be a deep dive, so lots of extra content on that. Excellent. Tom, I want to ask you a question. Okay. If you could choose just one song, and this is obviously a fairly big challenge for a music fan, <laughs> one song you could put in a time capsule to be open 100 years from now, Yep. what would it be? I already have the answer. Can I tell you? No, don't tell us now. Wait for the start of the season. <laughs> we got to give them something to get excited about. 
Because it's not the see. Mike Love interview. No, it's not. No. Uh, okay. But I will say that it's from 1975 and features perhaps the greatest vocal performance in rock history. That's my choice. So some people might have already uh, fit that together. You're not going back to Afternoon Delight again, are you? Because oh, a classic, but no. <laughs> All right. I have a question for you. What song do you sing best in the shower? Oh, I have one for that. Okay, hold that thought. Don't right, start right, okay, singing okay. now for the love of God. Because um, mm-hmm. not only do I want to know the answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear what it sounds like when you sing it in the shower, okay? So that's coming up in season I have eight. to draw the line. <laughs> we are friends, but. Exactly. Tom, we also have one of the most entertaining interviews from our collection coming up, an early morning chat with the irrepressible and ever-charming Cindy Lauper. Yeah, I was there for that, and it was indeed hilarious, and she is indeed irrepressible. And Christopher, we're going to feature your 1989 chat with the great Tina Turner. It's so good. As I remember, she was both reserved and very revealing in that one. Yeah. We also have a mid-80s chat with Chrissy Hine of The Pretenders, and not surprisingly, she's very forthright in this interview. Absolutely. And speaking of forthright, a 2005 chat with Madonna, which you heard just for the first time the other day. Yeah. Very interesting. A little frustrating because Madonna can be a little, hmm, dare we say, contrary. Mm, We dare. Nevertheless, it is worth hearing because she does have a couple things. And at one point, she kind of pounces like she kind of attacks the interviewer for a question (laughs) the interviewer asked. And then she, uh, Madonna eventually relents with a two-word answer. Right. I don't know if you remember what the answer is. Oh, I know, I do. I and remember. It's, it's actually pretty good, her two-word answer, despite the fact that she says, oh, I hate that question. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure why I use that accent there, but <laughs> but that, that's definitely worth hearing. We've also found some great interview highlights with Nancy Wilson of Heart, yes. Melissa Etheridge, America, Todd Rundgren, and many more. And we're in the early planning stages now, but I'm hoping that we have an epic two-parter about new wave music. Ah. We have enough of the artists. I've gone through the archives and it is stunning how many we have, like the likes of Human League, Joe Jackson, uh, The Jam, and the list goes on. Flock of Seagulls, of course. (laughs) And we're even going to call in... What was that? That's from True. It's the opening line on True. From Spandau Ballet. Yeah. Oh, okay. (laughs) Sorry. Didn't really translate, huh? (laughs) No, I mean, in hindsight, I can see how you hit most of those notes. So that was pretty good. (laughs) Most. (laughs) So mad. Anyway, so for the New Wave episode, we're going to call in a ringer, someone who has a deep abiding love for New Wave and was part of the Canadian New Wave scene from the very beginning Ah. and is now making his way in New York. And I know, I know that you know who we're talking about. Yes, I do. Yeah. I, my lips are sealed. Yes. Let's hope he agrees to do this. Oh, and he hasn't agreed yet. Oh, nice. You know what? I sent out a message to this guy and he is pumped and ready to go. Oh. So hopefully, honestly, it all falls to me. If I can get all these uh, clips together and we can arrange a time, we will do this for sure. All right. Also, I have some bad news, Christopher. I'm afraid to ask, but go I, ahead. I want to do an episode on Yacht Rock. <laughs> Oh, yachty by nature, huh? <laughs> <laughs> wow, hip-hop and soft rock reference all at the same time. Very good, Christopher. Yeah. Uh, plus, we'll have cool <laughs> song facts and TJ versus the VJ. Well, that's all coming up in just a few weeks on Season 8 of Famous Lost Words. Mm-hmm. 